Howdy, howdy, and welcome to The Daily Run, the Run of the Mills podcast. We're roaming through Romans, and we're in chapter 12, verse 4. We were in verse 4 last time. We might be in verse 4 next time. I don't know. I've told you from the beginning, I love the book of Romans. It's my favorite. And uh, if this is your first time listening, go back, start at the beginning, because, again, we're reading it in context. The context matters. Context is important. Get to know the Bible in context. It will change your life drastically. You will start to notice stuff when preachers say things, and you'll be like, wait a minute, I know the context of that, and that's not really what the author was saying. And you might be shocked by how often that happens. Um, Anyway, uh, it's important. It's important. We've talked about this many times. It's important to know the context of what you're reading. It's important to know who it's from or, you know, like this, what it is. You know, am I reading history? Am I reading poetry? What am I reading? Well, I'm reading a letter in this case, you know, written by, well, who's it written by? That's important to know. Who he's writing to, that's important to know. In this case, it's written by the Apostle Paul, a man who was a a Jewish Pharisee, an expert in the law, who um, had a personal encounter with Jesus, um, drastically changed his life, was called to be an apostle, one sent out to the Gentiles, and he is writing now to the Roman church, a group of people who, for the most part, he did not know, and he's laying out the basics of Christianity. That's all important stuff to know when you're reading this, because it's important to know whose mail you're reading. Just keep that in mind. So anyway, if this is your first time, go back to the beginning, or don't. I would just encourage you to go back to the beginning, uh, to episode one, and go from there. It won't take you long to get to episode 132. They're only like 10 minutes long each, so that's only like, I don't know, a couple hours. Um, I was never good at math. All right, so in verse 4, we were talking about how, actually verse 4 and 5, right? Paul says, for as we have many members in one body, like, okay, so your body has many parts, but all the members do not have the same function, all right? All your body parts don't do the same thing. Your finger does not do the same thing as your pancreas. He says, so we being many are one body in Christ, an individual or individually having member, or I'm reading really badly today. I'm going to read that again. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. So I wanted to, I want to focus on a couple of things. And uh, again, he's talking about how our body has many parts and we're the body of Christ. And so we are different parts, the body of Christ. We each individual we are important parts of the body. This is one of those things, you know, when part of your body is missing, it causes problems, right? So my my oldest daughter, when she was born, had, um, well, parts of her body missing. She was missing a kidney, which she still is missing, but she had another one. So, you know, she had two, so she's in good shape. But also her esophagus was not attached to her stomach. It had a dead end shortly before it reached her stomach. It was not complete. She was missing a piece of it, the piece that attaches the esophagus to the stomach. Kind of important. If you swallow stuff and it goes nowhere, uh, you're going to get backed up really quick. And also she was missing another thing, and that was um, she had a hole, and a hole is a missing thing, right? So she had a hole between her esophagus and her trachea. So anything she did eat could end up in her lungs. So um, that's definitely a problem. So because of that missing, when she was uh, two days old, she was born on Saturday night, and on Monday night, she had surgery to repair 
the um, the hole and to lift up her stomach and attach it to her esophagus. And if if that hadn't happened, she, well, she would have died. That would and 40 years ago, before they were able to do those surgeries, um, she would have died. And uh, so what I'm saying is that when a part's missing, it causes problems. Um, you know, when, when there's a part that's, when there's a part of the body that's not doing its job, when there's a part of the body that's not operating as it should, it affects the rest of the body. And this is one of those things that when I was uh, pastoring a church, I used to say to people a lot. And that was that I would hear people say things like, well, I didn't go to church for a month and I realized like I didn't miss anything. I just watched some sermons at home or I went up in the mountains and I had church by myself in the mountains. And, uh, and I would point out a couple of things. Well, first of all, you can worship by yourself in the mountains. You can praise God in the mountains. You can pray out in the mountains. You can study God's word out in the mountains. You can meditate upon God's word out in the mountains, but you can't have church by yourself out in the mountains. Why? Because the church is not one person. The church is the parts of the body, right? The body of Christ is the church. And so if you sit at home and watch church on TV and that's your church, what you're getting is maybe you're might be getting instruction. You might be worshiping. You might be dwelling on God's word. You might be praying, but you're not fellowshipping with other believers. And here's the problem. Far too often, we don't even realize how, uh, how we're acting in selfishness. And I realized this myself recently because um, I go to, um, I attend a church and I don't really have an official role there. And that's new to me after uh, 17 years of having an official role in a church. I went and I knew what my role was. They said, this is your role. And I did that. And so here I am at a church and I'm like, well, what if I don't get anything out of the message? What if I don't get anything out of it? You Maybe you've thought that. Maybe you've been at church like, well, I'm like, I don't really get anything out of this. You know what? That's okay. That's okay because here's the thing. The primary reason for attending a worship service with other believers is not so that you can get something. It's not so you can get something. That's backwards. That's backwards. In fact, I'm going to flip over here. I'm going to read this verse because this is really good. In the book of Hebrews, so we have to flip over Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, right before the book of James, we have the book of Hebrews. And in Hebrews chapter 10, um, let's see here. Where is it? No, it's 21. Um, See, I should have I should have marked the page because now I'm flipping slowly because as I'm talking and flipping at the same time, I'm having a difficult time finding what I'm looking for. So, hey, if you ever do a podcast, make sure you um, mark your page ahead of time and don't like suddenly in the middle of it go, hey, I'm going to look up this verse um, and then be like, wow, now I can't find the verse because for some reason I thought it was highlighted in pink and it's not highlighted in pink. But um, anyway, uh, it's a. Uh, See, this is why I wanted to read it. I wanted to read it because I, for years, have been saying Romans 10.20, or sorry, Hebrews 10.20, but it's Hebrews 10.25 is what I wanted to read. And so I'm looking at Hebrews 10.20, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is not the verse I'm looking for. So 
Anyway, this is the verse I'm looking for, Hebrews 10, 25. It says this. Actually, let's start in 24. It says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, right? So who are we considering? One another. All right, let's keep going. Um, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. The Greek is episynagoge, meaning in the manner of synagogue, an, or an organized manner of meeting. Let us not forsake the meeting together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another or encouraging one another, and even more so as you see the day approaching. And so he's saying, don't stop meeting together. Don't go have church by yourself in the mountains because that's not church. That's worship by yourself in the mountains. And that's fine. You can go worship God in the mountains, at the beach, whatever. But you can't have church by yourself because you can't do what you're supposed to do when you assemble together. And that is to encourage one another. You play a part. And so here's the thing. You might say, I didn't go to church for the last two weeks and I didn't miss out on anything. So think of it this way, your body, let's say your hand decides, well, let's say both your hands just decide they're not showing up today. Well, your hands might have no problem with that. The hands might be like, Hey, that was easy. We didn't have to do anything. We just chilled out. We enjoyed our hand time, but what suffers? Well, the mouth is saying, uh, I need food in me because the Stomach is asking for food because the body is asking for nutrients. And now I got to figure out another way to feed myself. And the hands don't notice the difference for a while. But eventually, are they impacted? Are they negatively affected? Absolutely. And, and so here's the thing. If you've been one of those people that have saying, well, I, I, I didn't go and I didn't, I didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, that's a selfish mindset. That's a mindset of the flesh. That's wrong. You need to repent and say, God, forgive me. I've been selfishly, I've been making worshiping you and gathering with other believers into something about me. And instead, I should have said, like, by me not being there, who missed out? Who missed out on the word of encouragement that I had? Who missed out on a kind word? Who missed out on me praying for them? Well, here's the thing that happened with me personally. I realized I wasn't doing that. I was going and I was sitting, but I wasn't looking for people to build relationships with. I wasn't looking for people to encourage. And so just recently I just, I had to make, I decided like, I got to make that effort. I got to make that effort. And I told my, my daughters, like, I'm, we'll stay at church longer. We're not going to like be in a hurry to get out of here. Um, and part of that was for them so that they could spend time with their friends, but also it's for me. Uh, because I need to make myself do something that doesn't come naturally, and that is one-on-one -on -one relationships with other people. So, hey, if you've been one of those that have been trying to do church by yourself, you can't. Church is not yourself. Church is the body. It's the people. You're not a church of one. So maybe that challenged you today. Maybe that encouraged you one way or another. Hopefully you were... Uh, examining yourself and we'll put this into action. God bless you. Talk to you next time.